I'm not an artist for like 20s to 30 year old every year. I mean, like, I'm an artist forever until the day I drop. Like, if you don't, if you don't think like that, to me, you're not an artist. Like, you're just a hobbyist. And that's perfectly fine. Like, without art, you feel like soulless. You feel without like a life. Like me personally, when I don't do art, I start to get a lot of anxiety. I start to like, question life i start to be like who am i or like why am i here here? or whatever you get me that's why i say like this is my sole purpose because it really is like i've I've, up until now like i probably have a full year of thinking like that and being like that because um you know you start to get older and you start you start to be like damn like hold up i still haven't really like touched the surface and like i still haven't even like nick the surface realistically like come on fool you get me like this is the reality of what it is you get me like a lot that's why only one percent of like artists actually make it because this shit's hard fool like think about it like everyone has the access now to be good like what's going to separate you from just being good like either your output your work ethic and obviously like your art style like do you even have an art style like what is your art style do you have a name for your art style whatever you get me like those are actual things like realistically like and this is a a lot of knowledge that i've learned from this one podcast called make art not content oh my god i started listening to yeah you started listening to it i listened to like two three episodes like i like how they have it whole like the edit of it oh that yeah 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 yeah, yeah, it's just like yeah it's not even doesn't even feel like a podcast it's not it's like 12 minutes like max 15 like and that food just keeps it a buck like he he lit think about it right if you dissect his art form he made his own like art form within podcasts because if you hear all the like or like the audio changes and like the the way he changes his voice the what well, sometimes he speeds it up like 0.5 seconds or whatever right like that's that he made his own art form within audio you get me if you really dissect it like that yeah. but obviously he's still like giving you like there's a message behind that you get me like his message is dude like get on your shit like you ain't special fool like <laughs> literally though right like it really is he keeps it a buck like that like and he he's literally just trying to spread his message and if people capture it they capture it. if they don't who gives a fuck like he's he's putting out podcasts and like information for the people who are like like myself you get me like not 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 woke hell no not woke but like people who really want it bro like bro everyone edits video everyone shoots like everyone wants to get into this or whatever right just because there's more access there's more youtube tutorials there's more this that whatever right but like what what's gonna separate you like are are you just a a commission fool are you an artist like and that's and you're you get to see me as a salesman right like i'm just this is this podcast is probably if you look if you can dissect it it's me selling myself and selling drew right because this is like what i what i said the main shit is drew shit and my shit or like what what my story is like the bts right we've been talking for the past like 20 minutes and haven't recorded what's up guys welcome to my podcast (laughs) today we have (laughs) 
Take over. Oh, I thought you were I'm taking over. Around. What the hell? Ah, I thought you were going to introduce us. Nah, go for it. All I right, want really? you to take over. I'm just playing around. Oh, really? No, you don't want the little... Nah, I want little... you to take over. This is your job. All right, like that? <coughs> Not like that, but like like that. It's cool. You'll do most of the talking anyways. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Hola Let's Chat. I'm your host, Melanie. And today's another special guest episode. So we have the average fool here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We have Eric here, aka known as Spilly. If you know, you know. So they will. They will. They will. So we're out here recording and introduce yourself real quick. What's up? My name is Eric. I'm 24 years old. I'm from Compton, California. And I'm an artist, manager. And everything in between that that goes into that which is it sounds like it's just two things but it's actually a lot of like hats that i have to wear and everyone within like my circle and the team like the core team they know like what exactly it is that i do and like how how passionate i am about this like for real for real for real, for real. I speak a lot of ad libs too, so like. Oh what? I speak a lot of like ad libs. What is that? Like oh, for real, for real, or like straight up, or you can hear me say that like bad. constantly, bad, like bad, fool. yeah, literally, fool, bad, straight up. It is what it is, or like, like oh god, or all those little terms, like. Yeah, stay tuned for the rest of the. Like, that's myself for the sure. Episode. But yeah, that's cool. I think we obviously we met through IG through Instagram. And I, I just really liked your work, and it, something just stood out from it. Really? Ah, why are you giving me that wow. face? That makes me excited, straight up. No, like, genuinely, like, obviously, I wouldn't be following you if I didn't like your work. Thank you, thank no you, shit. thank you. So, yeah, I just, I liked what you had going on, and I was like, this guy's, he's going somewhere, you know, he has something for himself. Ah, like, stop with that cara. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it, like, in a, in a good way. In I a know it. <laughs> looks away nah, no i get excited in a serious note yeah like i i admire that and i admire like you just how you just still keep going in your creative journey so i like to call it and yeah i really admire that from you ah <laughs> thank you so much i appreciate that so I... it's been a minute that i was like oh, i want to hit him up just to like you know record and, and see and record this and then he was telling me this is his first podcast ever yeah i, I had to say that on air ah hey. so yeah, and I, we definitely have a couple things we want to talk about. I would definitely say, like, your creative journey. I'm really curious to hear about how it started. Like, a little, I feel like a background story. Yeah, Something yeah, that, yeah. like, was like, ooh, it just clicked the light bulb in <laughs> yeah, your head. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, the way I even, like, became a creative or an artist, I was a late bloomer. Like, for real. Like, I am. Because I, I started at 18. Like, the... The creative like itch or whatever started at that age and i was at, i was going to cal state dominguez hills and at the time i was working at carl's jr and then like whatever like through through friends like he hit me up and then he was like i want to make a business or whatever and then he showed me um, gary v which is like this is like 2016 so this is when this was like like screaming and like being super blah 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 right. I don't watch him a lot anymore, like at all. 
which is obviously what that fool wants because he said it before like all right like there's a point where you're if you're just consuming my content and not doing anything about it like you're just consuming my content which works for me but like the reality is i want you to go do something like with the knowledge that i have or whatever right point is like he like i want to say put that like little like seed into my brain and then i was like i guess i do have that like in me or whatever right and then whatever it started off as like some restaurant thing and like some like pyramid scheme later <laughs> no nah, literally wait, like, wait because i can relate to that <laughs> nah, legit. and like whatever right that that was just the beginning of like of all this and then there was a point where i was just I, I still had that entrepreneurial spirit thing so i was like you know what i have a lot of like cutting grass tools because my dad or whatever right and then i was like fuck it like i'm gonna start wait could i curse yeah, go yeah. so i'm like all right whatever i'm gonna just start cutting grass and like doing a business off this or whatever so i made a lot of cards i still have those cards to this day and i know later on like i want to like within a shirt or something like that add some like memoir type thing to like to emphasize like yo this is like what even got me into video right so i got all the cards blah blah blah, blah. i got like i got like two clients with my homie and then the other homie who i just saw who was like yo can you cut my grass blah, blah blah i was like i'm down whatever so um after that i started like going down this one street called atlantic uh looking at like little restaurants or whatever right and auto zone and things like that that had grass and then I just would go up to them and be like, hey, blah, blah, this is my name. Um, I'm cutting grass. Here's my card. Can I talk to the manager? And that was just like my idea of just like wanting to do this. And then I remember I was at home and I don't know what got into my brain. And I think, I, I, not that I think, I know I have that notebook still, like where I would write, uh, write down all these ideas and plot. And then I was like, what can make me stand out? And I was like, what if I cut grass and I record myself and like, it's a form of marketing and then they'll be like, all right, it's two in one. So this could stand me out beside compared to like other, um, landscapers and stuff like that. Right. But that was just my brain. You know what I mean? Like I'm, this is me at 18. Like I'm still trying. I never was shy to like, nah, not try things. You get know I me? Mean? And then also like my uncle who passed away, he was a landscaper. And I remember I went to him before even all of this. And that's like also how like I got like ideas and tips or whatever of what to do. And then, um, yeah, I was like, well, if I'm going to start recording myself, then I got to learn how to edit and like record. Right. So at the time I had my iPhone six and I edited, edited my first video on the iMovie app. And I was like, damn, like three hours passed. Like I didn't even realize it. So after that, I was like, damn, I kind of like this a lot. So I let go of the whole landscaping thing. And I'm like, I'm just going to record videos and like record myself and just do this or whatever. Right. No plan. Just like creative thirst of wanting to do this. And then, yeah, little by little, like I've shot plenty of, of iPhone six videos and stuff, like vlogging myself and like just jump cuts and whatever I could do with the iMovie app. And then, yeah, that, that's just like how I even started and got into video. Okay. Yeah, and, I, and at the time, like I wanted to be a YouTuber. Haven't we all? <laughs> right? 
but I, I am though still. It's just, it's being worked on. We'll, we'll build up to that. We'll get there. Why well, I'm at the same place you're at right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I really try to get back on yeah. it too, but. And like, it was just, yeah, at the time, I, I just kept recording myself and then little by little, I kind of just like fell into like this music route thing where like we would record ciphers and stuff like that. And by, by this time, I made friends with my homie Angel, who at the time was 15. And our high school, middle school teacher was the one who linked us up. Oh. Yeah. And still to this day, like me and Angel are like, we're working on a video right now. You get me? And that fool became like cinematographer god like this will be on movie sets now and like all this type of shit yeah fool that fool super like proud of that that fool and grateful for him and all that like and it just goes to show like if you actually are passionate about it and like really stick with something and you know it's gonna work or whatever like at the end of the day it's not work if you really love it straight up like so after that where am i in this story little by little like Oh, the, the cypher thing, right? So after that, um, I remember even Crank, the, the homie Crank, he shoots that video also to this day. He's more in like the Chaka world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and Apple makes bread off it now. Like, and I'm super like proud of him because my, my YouTube editor right now, uh, he fixed my old hard drive and all those videos and stuff like that. Like, I got to see them recently and I was like, damn, we look crazy young. Like, what? Like, I, I sent them a picture. I sent, I sent Crank and my angel uh, a picture, and I was like, a couple, a uh, few pounds ago, <laughs> whatever, right? And then, uh, yeah, after that whole music thing, the cipher stuff, I I landed a a video editing job, and this is the first time. Like, this is the only job I've ever stayed at for like an entire year. Other than that, like, they're all, like, miscellaneous, like, three months, four months type beat. But this job, like, it for sure changed my life. And it changed, like, like, it got me paid for, like, what I learned to do or, like, what I would YouTube and stuff. I'm YouTube University. <laughs> and then, um, like, I, I, I was the youngest there. And it was, it was super dope because they were all, I was the minority. But like, they're all Latino or like Spanish speakers, which was dope because I got to like get a taste of like Puerto Rican. Like, this is the first time I met, uh, like I made a Puerto Rican friend, like the way this fool talks and he's like poppy and all this shit. I'm like, <laughs> like, hey, to this day, like every now and then we'll DM each other, DM each other and be like, oh, what's up, bro? Like, what you been on? Blah, blah, blah. Like, we still see each other, like our work and stuff, right? But like, that was how. Uh, we made some friends. Okay, so once you were doing video editing, that's how it started on YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah The transition yeah. of it? Yeah. So then from there, what what happened next? After that, um, I just... I kept recording those cypher things. What What is cypher things? It's like like hip-hop artists. Like oh, okay. They're like rapping and stuff like that. And I just had... Well, that's oh, how did I? How could I forget? Like that's literally how how spill came to like life. Oh yeah, that that's what we, we, <laughs> yeah. we did talk about that, that. That's how that logo and like the idea of it came to life. And um, I was wait, explain for the listeners who may not know though what spill is. Yeah, or the branding. Your it's, branding, it's, right? It's just a. I would I'll say it's a brand, but it's more so like 
your identity as a creative? Mm, a little bit of that, but it's it's more so also like it represents the the people who who help out, like the the team. <laughs> your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like your branding identity, right? Yeah, oh. but that's why, like I, I've mentioned, like I want to transition to like Spilly, and that's why now, like it's 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 like McDonald's, right? <laughs> like that's stupid as it sounds, but like there's McRib, McFries, McFlurry, Mick, everything within the Mick, right? So, oh, so wait. that's why like it's spill this, spilly, or spill. Now it's like anything within entertainment or like music stuff. It's we have it down as I like spill dot ent for like entertainment because I think that is more mature and it's more so like. Anything that falls into entertainment. For that audience, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, later, like, this shit still hasn't even been LLC'd up. Like, none of this, right? Like, this is still theory, but this is still me going, like, this is a couple of years ahead before even, like, YouTube order, right? So let me get back to, but, so Spill, that's how the whole cypher was called. It was just called Spill. So that's what it was at first. But you were going to explain how Spill came to life. Oh, it's how Spill came to life. So yeah. it was just a couple of friends who were pursuing artists, big artists, musicians, stuff like that. They still are. And then um, it was just, it was just homies like who wanted to, to do something. You get me? It's literally, I think that's how a lot of brands and stuff start off literally. Like you, you grab a couple of homies who are also like trying to be artistic and in that creative thirst mm -hmm. and yeah like we just sat down and jotted down a couple of names and then spill kind of just stuck <laughs> the other one was going to be called no cap but obviously that thank god it didn't like <laughs> that was just a, a, a phrase in time and then um yeah after that we like drew like a horrible like sketch of it i still have those papers to this day and Funny enough, through my YouTube, there's this artist named, well, I know him as Alex, but he goes by Vincenzo. And at the time I was like looking for an artist to like do this logo, right? I didn't know how to design yet. This is still me being a video fool and that's it. <laughs> and then um, basically Alex watched my YouTube, would watch my YouTube and he was like, bro, like you're funny or whatever. And he, we linked up at a Starbucks and we talked for like two hours first because that's what I do. Like, I don't like to right away get to like work or whatever, work, right? Quote, unquote, quote, work, right? But I like to like catch a vibe first. Like, can we even like actually have a conversation or like actually really get to know each other? I, I wouldn't necessarily say like, are we going to vibe hard or like, because... Sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. Like, it is what it is. You get me? Like, not everyone is going to be on the same vibration level as you. But thank God he was because he's such an artist himself. Like, and this fool, I, and I tell him now because he was my age, which he was 24 at the time. And I was 18 at the time. Oh, okay. Or 19, 18 going on 19. And he was just like, um, nice enough to believe in me and like would design this logo and like gave me a couple of samples and I was like, ooh, I like that one. Like I really like this one. And then 
for color scheme, like, obviously, not obviously, but, like, Coca-Cola was red. So I was like, okay, let's make the little can red also, like, just because it's it's more known or, like, it gives you the idea of, like, oh, maybe this is, it just, re it's relatable or whatever, right? It's like when artists, well, this is me still, like, premature, don't really know nothing about, like, logo, color design or, like, palettes and all this stuff, right? This is literally me just, like, this looks cool. And that's it. And, um, yeah, he, he, he drew it in. He did the colors and then he was, obviously he also gave, gave his perspective because this is what he's been doing like his entire life already. So he, uh, he knows actually about colors and palettes and all this stuff, right? Meanwhile, I'm just like, this looks cool. <laughs> but yeah, he, he did that. He did the logo and I was like, damn, this is sick. Like, I really like this a lot. And then, yeah, we just would put it onto, like, all the videos. And he also gave me some font. <laughs> to this day, I'm like, why did we even use that font? Like, it's not even readable. But, you know, this is just part of the process of, like, me just being a video fool. And then now, flash forward a couple years later, like, I know how to design a bit. I know how to graphic design. I know all about color theory, palettes, and things like that you get me i'm not an illustrator yeah <laughs> nah, well yeah i would say yeah but it's just um that's a skill in itself for sure like because freehand i don't know how to i'm really? not you don't draw nah. like at all digital i'm a digital like i'm a digital artist oh okay yeah but like you said earlier we fill so many hats that it's like we're a bit of everything you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah <laughs> Hey, oh, that's how that logo thing okay. idea came to life. So you kept it going, like yeah, I just kept it going. We did like three, four ciphers of that, including those like assets and those ideas, and then even having that logo animated, we paid this one guy from from Mexico to animate it because I didn't know how to animate at the time. And then I was like, oh my god, like this is sick! Like I couldn't believe it. You get me? And then um. Yeah, after that, um, I landed the video editing job and I was like, damn, like this is a full time job, like sometimes Saturdays. And I was like, you know what? In order to, to make this idea keep going, I need to invest more. Up until this point, I've still only had, have still to this day, straight up, all of like my, my bread has always gone back into my art. Always, always. You're, you're crazy. You're, you're only stupid and crazy until it works. Straight up. <laughs> nah, for real. Like, okay. dead ass. You get me? Like, that's why I'm still driving my bucket. That's why. <laughs> no, for real. Like, straight up. Like, on paper, I'm a bum. And Stop. I'm not, and I'm not, that. I'm not scared to say this. You get me? Like, mm -hmm. I'm really not. I like, that's why also, like, on my IG, I like to be very transparent mm -hmm. because. I can tell. Because it's so easy to be fake, like on social. Like it's so easy to only look pretty. It's so easy to only look like popping or whatever, right? But like, bro, people, humans, real humans can't relate to that, literally. And like, if you're able to actually be transparent and like very authentic, that's what people like more because they're able to relate to you. And when people relate to you, they become your fan or they start to look at your artwork in a different way. And these are just psychological things that I've learned now through reading and through like 
other podcasts and stuff like that, right? Like, it's funny, the, the YouTube editor, Vince, like, we'll tell each other, like, yeah, it's a little bit of manipulation, but like, it is what it is, you get me? Because I, I, you can say it is, but it's not, you get me? Because this is still like genuine, like, this is, yeah. I think the, the fool you see online is the fool you, you get to see in person. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even, this is me, this is the me that people don't even get to see. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I haven't posted my YouTube stuff, right? But that's why I know, like, my that's what that's why I even brought up the whole personality thing. Because I'm aware of like my personality, like I'm aware of the whole motivational part that I give off, and like fools who are just my normal friends are like, damn, I feel like I want to do some shit when I'm around you, bro. Like that's the energy you be giving off. You like, do, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like I've I. I've gotten so much of that that I'm like, damn, like, okay, this is maybe some of my message that I can use. You get me? Cause my boy CJ, he always says like, what is your message? Or like, what is, yeah, yeah. What's your message in your art? Or like, what's your message as a person? Right. Like the purpose. Yeah. Like my purpose. And like, one of those is really like, since I do that naturally already, that, that, that should be an indicator of like, oh, this is what I can do. Let me use this as one of my advantages, whether it's on social, whether it's on in my video form or whatever, right? And yeah, I go on, I go off for sure, like on these crazy, like motivational tangents and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> no purpose, straight I swear, up. I swear, you're going to have a, a TED talk one day. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, let's go back a couple of years. <laughs> we, 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 you know what? I mean, yeah, we can go back still a couple of years still. Well, at the editing job, I stayed there for a year. Wait, can you share what the editing job was? So the editing job, it was, um, uh, you know, those church channels that go on like at night, like at midnight. Stop. Yeah, I swear to God. <laughs> Wait, so, you would edit that? That type of, that type pod- of content. Yeah. So okay. they, they're like an actual like TV channel and like a news network. So it was like, like text on the bottom, things like a that. A lot of things like that. Um, and it was just an experience. Like this is the first time I'm ever in like a building where there's other fools like me. And like these fools are older and shit. Like I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Like my, com- my computer's in slow. Like what? Like I can actually edit. And like funny enough, that's where I've, I learned a lot of like my speed and file setup and like working with a producer not a music not a musical producer but a producer as in like someone who runs the show and i writes down the questions blah 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 blah, right and then um and like the the essence of like yo we need this right now because the show goes on live in like 30 minutes like we need that shit now and then that's like a lot of my schooling from that and also I got to see other people's workflows. So that's another great thing because good artists copy, great artists steal. So that, that's a saying, right? That's such an art saying and like an artist saying that you hear. And it's the truth. Like if you're around so many other creatives, why wouldn't you gather all their types of workflows and then put it into your own workflow and yeah that, that that's what i would do that's what i did right and i've realized all the knowledge that i gain now at least within my program right premiere um, because now i'm able to teach 
this entire workflow that I've learned and teach the other younger editors on the team and like tell them, yo, this is a mistake right here because you're wasting microseconds. So when it comes down to editing and anything, it's like, oh shit, like microseconds really do count. Like by the time you lift your right hand to delete, to press delete, that's a microsecond that you wasted literally. And if you have a mouse, this is why I always like preach mouse always to really? edit. Always. I preach mouse always. Like it's, it's all the editors on the team tell me like, not that they tell me, but I tell them, I'm like, look, if a mouse and a girl, a baddie is falling down, like they're hanging off from a mountain. <laughs> and what do you think I'm going to choose? I'm choosing the mouse, fool, literally, <laughs> because the mouse changed my life. Like you get to add so many shortcuts onto the mouse and those microseconds add up like oh my god like you're faster and when it comes down to details maybe you do go onto the trackpad right and yeah that, that's how i learned like about essentials of mouse and like a lot of these things that i wouldn't have known unless i had that job straight up and yeah at the time it was during this was during covid so since i was an essential worker because we're new we fell in the news so we still got to go to work <laughs> This is like in downtown LA, on the outskirts of downtown LA, right next to MacArthur Park. So, um, I was there for an entire year. Like the moment I got the job, like, well, I came back to my parents, like, I'm like, what's up? I got any job. Like, cause before they would be like, not consistently, but it's, it was more so my mom, not really, but my pops would be like, uh, go back to school or like, go get a, that, that type of thing obviously i love I, I love my pops without him i wouldn't even be able to do the shit that i do now straight up like i get to live rent free like i'm 24 years old like that's why i'm telling you like i like to be transparent and i i say like on paper i'm a bum but like my mentality and everything it's like all right this fool actually has like his shit together mentally at least you get me maybe not on paper but who gives a fuck about that shit like within a couple of years within a it could be next year. It could be two years, three years, whatever it is, right? But like, I know where I'm gonna be at, and like, I, I already know. You get me? Like, it's so funny that <laughs> you're saying this. What you just said right now, because I've been saying that too. It's like everything I want to achieve or the things that I want, right? Material things or whatever it may be. I already know I'm gonna get. Like, I already know I'm there, but I'm not there yet. Yeah. You know, because we're still like in our journey right yeah, yeah, yeah to achieve whatever it is we want mm -hmm. so i love how you're pointing that out because i've been doing my best to talk like that more like yeah. it's already happened but i'm not there in that lifetime yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so i love how you point that mm -hmm. out and like but it's also bad to like be in 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 the future too oh, much because yeah. you're not in the present like the present now who like who first off like no one really knows like you get what i'm trying to say you could die tomorrow straight up that's just what it is like that's the reality. No one's special to not die. And I say that because my little brother passed away. So that's why to me, um, death is, uh, for sure, like one of my, what's it, traumas? Really? Yeah. Like I, I'll, I'll constantly think about, not constantly, not now at least, but before I would, I would think about death a lot every day. Like your own death? Myself. Yeah. Like, like in general. I hop on this car, I'm gonna die. Like Can I can die. No, I swear to God. Okay. And that's just trauma. Like I've learned now that that's what it is. Like, so you would say you're afraid to die? You know what? It's funny. I, I, my, Drew, the artist that I manage, uh -huh. will, and eventually we'll get there, right? But like, he's talked to me. He's like, 
he's always asking me, like, are you afraid to die? I'm like, I am. Not because um, I'm afraid to die because I've seen the, the sadness that it's created in my parents. So, like, I wouldn't want them to go over that again. But you never know. Obviously, right? I, yeah. yeah, I have no control over that, right? But, like, that that's definitely one. And this is me just being honest. You know I mean? Like, this is straight up, like, I am. And just for that. And you know what his response was? He was like, why? That just means you're going to get to see your brother again. Oh. Straight up. Yeah. Let me see. Where where am I at right now? Oh, after the editing job. <laughs> so you, you quit or? Yeah, I put in my two weeks. Probably one of the only jobs I've ever put my two weeks in. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, bro, during COVID, uh, let me be honest. Like I stacked up 18 racks. So I have a lot of free time. I don't have big boy bills. I remember I'm a bum, right? Like no insurance, <laughs> like all this type of shit, right? Like literally. Um, and I'm like, all right, bet. Like I got 18 racks. What am I going to do? So how I even became the idea of like wanting to be a manager came because those same homies who I started the cypher thing with, they were working on like a like a music project right so i was like you know what like i'll be your manager like on some random shit like literally i was like i'll be your manager and i'll also be like a creative director at the time like creative director didn't even like fit in my head right like this is literally just me like we need a theme we need a this like this is just ideas from that i have in my head right and like we dropped it and this is the first time like we started to do like outreach and like we got the album cover thing like um, on the billboard at Plaza Mexico and like um, just just like premature being a manager or whatever, right? It dropped, we shot music videos, we released, everything was released, right? And then um, this is in, in my mind, this shit's going to blow up. <laughs> this is still like me young, like thinking that everything's gonna blow up and it's not that's not the reality of it like it's really not it's it takes years especially into in like in music industry people think it's overnight but it's really not like there's so many years behind that behind the artist and there's a team behind the artist or whatever right and then after that was done um i hit up drew i texted drew and i was like yo bro um I'm gonna hit you up in a year. I think I'm gonna have my like shit more figured out. And like, I just really like your voice like a lot. So funny enough, how I even met that fool was through like this little butterfly effect. So in high school, I was in, in wrestling. There was this guy named Johnny who was a sophomore and I was a senior at the time and, or junior, whatever, right? And I graduated, whatever. We just kept in contact through IG and then. That's how I saw Drew like singing and like playing guitar. Cause Johnny posted Drew singing and playing guitar, like just on some random video. And the moment I heard this fool's voice, I swear, I, I was like, I fell in love with it. I was like, bro, what? Like, nah, like what? <laughs> Literally, like no cap. And at the, I was with the girlfriend, with that girl at the time. And I remember this vividly. Like I showed her the video and I was like, I don't know why, but. I, I'm gonna make this fool famous. Literally, on some like, just, I said that, like, on some random. Obviously, like, crazy tangent, right? Like, 
I'm, I'm spewing a lot of shit right now. <laughs> but that, that was one of those, like, that I do remember. And this is still even before, like, I'm trying to be a manager or whatever the hell, right? Like, this is just me, like, damn, I really like this food voice. So, yeah, we, I hit him up. And then to the year, like, we have the, we have the DMs, like, the DMs haven't been erased yet. And like, we, we met each other, we linked up, we chopped it up. And then I was like, yeah, bro, like, I just, I really believe in you. Like, I, I think your voice is special. And at the t- we laugh now because at the time, he still wasn't an artist yet. Like, he only sang, like, covers. He, he sang and played guitar for the love of it. Literally, that's it. That's the only reason why. And then, yeah, after that, our relationship just developed. And we got closer and closer and closer. And, like, that's when we dropped his first single. And, like, all of the content stuff and everything, like, it was working. Like, I was seeing, like, love. Literally, like, like people showing love. And, like, this is the first time, like, that I felt that, like, love. Because as an artist myself, like, when you drop, um, like, your art video or photo or design or whatever it is, right? And you don't get love, it, it's a, it's very, like, discouraging. Like, feedback. Yeah, like, if you don't, like, as, as dumb as it sounds, but, like, likes, digital likes, like, they, they like, they, no, they feed the you. Dopamine. They feed, no, really, literally. <laughs> let me get that dopamine hit. You get me like. Isn't it sad though? That's what like. Mm, in some, in some, in some form. form, yes. But at the same time, that's why NFTs are going to like work. You believe in Yeah. And the reason why is because if we feel the dopamine hit and love through likes, it's still the same thing, but now it's just digital art. You get what I'm trying to say? If I can explain it to that, to that simple, like, factor, whatever, right? Anyways, this isn't, like, it's still, like, up in the air of the whole NFT. I've read a book, like... That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But it does make sense, though. Like, the fact that if we are already, like, we value likes, even though that's just Like a non-physical thing, yeah, It's right? non-physical, right? Like, right. why wouldn't we value art in a digital aspect? Okay, I get that. You get me? That's as simple as I can describe that and as relatable as it could like relate or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we were getting feedback and I was like, Oh shit. Like it streams like to this day, that song's about to hit 50 K. Yeah. This was his, his first time, like, like being an artist, like writing music and like, um, some musical that, that I met shout out Ricky. Like Ricky is literally. He's older than us and he makes a living off of music, off of like tocadas. And he's every single song that we, we've dropped and that we've recorded. He's always helped us out, like within composition, within structuring and things like that, because he knows just much more. You get me? Like I, I pick up on a lot of these things and I learn a lot of these things myself, but like he's genuine and open and honest to, to help us out in that aspect. And then. Tommy, like, Tommy's a fool. He's the electric guitarist. And Tommy, like, I've known him since middle school. And through, like, the homie, um, we linked up. And after that, like, the rest was history. Like, Tommy, like, heard Drew's voice. And Tommy was like, oh, shit. Like, 
this is this is light like i can you get me like our our sharp um iron sharpens iron like you get me iron sharpens iron well well even through through this still period of time i was interning for my what i'll say my first mentor his name is marv marv is an engineer in the music industry and he's recorded superstars stars hood stars everything in between to your local rapper <laughs> because there's levels to like fame and like artistry in so music. So where are you at right now? Ah, just we're barely, we're still like not even. We're like, on tier three. <laughs> nah, not even. Like we first have to hit like hood famous first. You get me? Okay. Like we're still not even there yet. Like literally, openly, honestly, like You're we're like, not. There's levels. There's, there is levels. Well, no, up. no, like, yeah, and like, well, I, I ended up interning for him because. I wanted to be in that space and like I wanted to to basically be the fly in the wall and learn from the managers that are in there. So like up at, at this point now, shooting video and taking photos is like second nature to me. So like I'm able to shoot and all this and do all this while still paying attention to like the conversations that the managers are having. And like little by little, I started to like pick up on like psychological facts that these stars have and i started to realize i'm like damn this fool drew has all of them that a lot of these fools have drew sometimes has more than these fools like i swear to god (laughs) i'm not playing around this is me not hyping him up this isn't me like this is me being keeping it real you get me like and if i'm the and if i'm the blind manager that that's in love with his artist because a lot of managers are like they they think that this artist is like the next Drake or whatever right like and you're like whoa fool like slow down like he's not or whatever right but like um that's kind of how how I I got my at least feet wet into like the music industry like like little by little I started to like um, me, certain artists that I would listen to and shit. I was like, I, I could never be starstruck because that conversation was had way before like all of this. Because my first session, it was, um, it was the baby and his girlfriend at the time. Um, like he had the conversation of like, yo, bro, like, um, you can't get starstruck. Like you can't feel shy around these people because they're able to like read energy. Like, Especially in their, this is the artists that like their most vulnerable ever. Like, you get me? Like, this is their time when they're making their art, like they're expressing themselves. And yeah, but that was just like a lack of experience. Like by the end of that year, like I was like dapping up artists and like having full blown conversations with them. And like, that's when I realized I was like, Oh damn, like I'm funny. Like I can make people laugh. Or, like I can make people, <laughs> no, nah, like I am. Like I already know I am. You get me? Like. Uh-huh. And I can be a little bit relatable. Being from Compton is like a, like a, like a, how would I say it? Uh, a, a plus because some of these artists also come from like a certain environment or whatever, right? And me speaking how I speak, like with the accent, you can say like the, the foods from LA, you get me? Like that's how I kind of speak. You get me? Like this me being say like, you get me? Like, like that, like that's how LA fools talk, literally. You get me? Like, so, um, 
yeah, like I just became exposed to what life could be. Like I got to see firsthand like artists being paid for features, like making 30,000 within like two minutes. Like I got exposed to that. And that's why to me, in my mind, like it, this fool Drew has all those traits, right? And he's even gotten gradually better by time, like little by little, right? And yeah, that's why to a lot of people, it's, it's, it's so like unattainable or whatever. Or like some people only see it through online. And there's a difference from like being able to see it like firsthand. I was like, God damn, like this is, this is how people live. Like you get to see the chains, like the ice and everything, like in real life, like seeing it through photos is one thing, but like when you see it in real life, like, and I'm shooting the artist, like, like I know every single like chain pose, like literally I know all of them, you know, the watch pose, like this, that, this, or water being thrown onto the watch, like, oh my God. <laughs> no, literally, right? And, and I became exposed to this like lifestyle, right? And I was like, God damn, like for someone from my background to be exposed to that, I was like, this is incredible. Like you, this is attainable. Like, and I'm the type of fool who just needs to see it to know how to do it. Literally like, and then, so that's like my, my schooling of, being a manager learning from managers and like hearing conversations and knowing how like sessions work how an A&R works how a producer works and at this time like, I'm also reading books like I'm still editing and like all this like I'm still trying to like gain knowledge from my podcast also blah blah blah, blah right but like I saw Marv go from like the Bucky to the Audi I saw him go from no roly to roly. I saw him go from, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, sure, these are materialistic things, but the money that goes behind that, like, holy crap, like, if this fool could do it, like, why can't I? Sure, we're in different fields or whatever. It's still within the music industry, but this fool did it. Why the, why can't I? And it's just very inspiring. So also at that time, my, who I'll say my mentor. That's why I said my first mentor. I'll, at the time I, I, I met this other who I'll call my mentor also. And he goes by the name of Ugly Primo. I don't know if you've ever seen that brand. It's like a, it's a page. It's like a puppet. They threw up online like, yo, looking for TikTok editors. And at that time, one of my TikToks blew up and I got like fucking at this point, like 300K or whatever, right? uh views and like i grew like from like 700 followers to like 10k or whatever right and then um i just said i just randomly hit him up i was like yo i'm down like and i'm not even looking for pay i just want to like learn because at the time i was just like i had bread like <laughs> that's what those 18 racks allowed me to do be uh just soak up game soak up game Sure, spend it on so so a lot of that money was being spent on the first project and just living life and like those types of things, you get me? Not like let me buy like clothes or whatever, right? Like it was literally just spent on art stuff and like buying camera equipment, et cetera, et cetera, right? 
so my second mentor, um, I was blessed to like, to be in the room and like learn and gain so much knowledge from him. So what he does is he's a creative director for like music festivals. So like day in Vegas, um, Lollapalooza, I think also, um, Tropicalia, like all these festivals, right? So he does him and his team do the creative. He mainly does the creative, like the, the poster design and stuff like that and graphics. And then he also does the marketing. So like I was exposed on a different side of music, more so the creative and like the marketing side of things. Right. And at first I thought I was just going to help him with his brand, but he explained to me like, yo, this brand is just one thing that I do. Like he, Un Verano Sin Ti, he did the cover art. He's worked with Bad Bunny since like 2016. I want to say 2017 mm -hmm. and um, has done some merch, et cetera, et cetera. And like, um, that's how like I got exposed to that type of like level of creativity. Like that's when I learned and I, I would ask him questions and I would be like, wait, you don't know how to freehand draw? And he was like, nah, I, I do. I'm a digital artist. Like I'm a graphic designer. Like if I need that to happen, I'll hit up the homie. Cause he knows how to do that. And that's when like, he didn't sit me down and was like, look fool, learn this. It was literally just me like learning on the job or whatever. Right. Like while helping him shoot his TikTok stuff and like for his brand, Ugly Primo. And what's amazing is that they're also like Latino. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay. So it's just an incredible thing to see. Like I was exposed to a lot within 2021 mm -hmm. and I was like all right cool at the time but by, by that time we're still like developing Drew like him learning how to write composing and like singing and blah 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 right like he already had the talent but like knowing how to manipulate your voice and like yeah that's a whole different thing you get me like there's so many fools who go on American Idol and can like sing another person's song but making your own is a complete different like ball game. Mm -hmm. And um yeah, I, I showed both of them Drew and they were like, oh, the the young man, he's talented. And both of them have been exposed. This was worked with Bad Bunny. Come on, like down here the biggest artist, right? Like he's in that reggaeton world, like he's he knows a lot of managers and like other creatives and stuff like that right so like for both of them to be like yo bro the, that young man like he's talented like like keep keep doing what you what you're doing right and um i would just ask them questions like oh this fool i'd be like if you were the manager uh an artist what would you do and he'd be like well i would do this i would do that blah blah blah, blah. and then this that that was primo right on the more creative side marketing side of stuff and then Marv is over here like, slow down, he's 15, like, you have to develop him, like, yeah. keep, like, don't worry about that, like, it's gonna come in time, like, just stick with it, like, keep having these sessions with these musicals and, like, develop him, like, that's what artist development is, and then I'm like, alright, cool, like, this, still by, in 2021, I'm still, like, very chaotic, I'm still very, like, 
he's gonna blow up like by tomorrow like i'm literally like that like in my mind you get me like but um after that that that's kind of like my my schooling for that year right and then i learned i took what i learned from both of them and i put it all together and that's when we dropped that first single and like that's how we did a like a rollout and like i was like okay this food did this for festivals let me do the, that same thing but now more so for just one person and then on the music side of stuff we tracked we tra we still track to this day um with marv because marv's an engineer so he was he tracked he, he he's not just a button pusher like this fool guides the music like he he's like oh no make your voice sound like this or go higher or you know what that's not enough emotion put more emotion to it like pretend you're talking to like a girl like she's right next to you and like all this right so that's why he's he's like an orchestra the details yeah like he when he locks in with the artist like he locks in i can i i literally would see when because at, at that time i'm seeing him being an engineer right like i'm seeing him with certain artists certain artists have are, aren't really open to like being guided so marv at the time he's just one more take all right bet one more bet do that one more time just that and then with the artist that would allow him to to orchestrate it like that's when i would see his real passion of like i see it you get me like i'm a passionate person you get me so i'm able to see another fool who's like when they're in that like art flow in that zone like oh you get me <laughs> so um that money ran out so i i hit this like like going from such an artist high and like i mean all these rules and like at that time also but you were networking i was networking yeah, i was so. networking right and i was getting offered a not a i was getting offered plenty of like commission work like just me myself yeah because oh, i'm like networking in these rules and all this stuff right but i'm turning them down because i'm using my free time that i would have and putting it into drew which was the artist development the helping him write like some songs i am under like little credit because i i help him write like there's certain stories that are based off of myself like after the whole artist hide everything <laughs> like i i like i i start to like once i start seeing the money run out like i'm like oh shit like it's getting real like god damn like i started trying to do commissions and like at that time i was a much more emotional artist like i i didn't like doing commissions i'm like being broke out this boy like I touched zero, like, I was like, I got no penny, like, coming nowhere, like, and then, whatever, right, like, I hit this, this, like, depression, like, a nasty depression that lasted for six months. Damn. Yeah, and, like, um, even up to that point, like, I, I had already searched for help, as in, like, other editors, literally more editors because i realized that after that single i i saw that i can't do it all like if if i do it all it takes like two months you get me 
<laughs> like it takes way too long. And in order for us to be consistent, like I can't uh, do that. Like it's impossible, literally. Like so. Um, thank God, like I found. So not even found. Some people hit me up. Some people I reached out to, and they are the team who are who are now like a part of us, you know. And it's very easy to sell a good product. And by product, I mean Drew. Like just to say it like that, because it's like you hear the young man sing, especially live, and you're like, damn, like. Bruh, like, I, I believe in this food, like, off tops already, just off, like, a, a one song, two songs, or whatever, like, hearing him live, or, like, and then once you get to meet him, like, his character, his charisma, like, his confidence, his ego, like, you're, you're like, damn, like, how can you not believe that fool? And then when you have another fool that's basically the same, but more so, like, on the video editing side and the creative side, you're like, why how could i not believe two very strong souls that know their sole purpose in life and like really like if you ask us like there's literally no doubt in our mind zero like literally no there's no doubt like you can call me crazy or not or whatever but like there's no doubt in our minds that like we're not gonna make it because we constantly get it all the time like people message us dm us like yo, bro, like, this is dope, like, this is sounding cool, like, this food's gonna blow up, like, blah, 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 right? And then, um, basically, after, think of it of, like, that artist time, and then gaining the team that I so always desired for, because I've journaled this down before, I used to have these conversations of, like, I know one day I'm not gonna do this by myself, like, there's gonna be a team, like, it's not just gonna be Angel, like, there's gonna be people who are gonna help us out, and, Gating all of that, right? Base gating the infinity stones. And then, <laughs> right? You gain the infinity stones and then everything is just like, it goes away because your depression and your mind like just defeated you. And that was the first time like I've ever tasted like depression more so based on myself. Cause I've tasted depression through my brother passing away, but that's more of like something that uncontrollable that happened and now i'm depressed because of that but this one was more so of like uh i'm depressed and it's all my fault type thing and like i was just i was out for the count like i would always tell i would tell the team like yo i'm so sorry like i don't know what's wrong with me like i'm trying to figure it out like i'm, I'm applying to jobs but like not even putting in effort and like i'm just not doing anything literally like I'm just watching Netflix. I'm being a bum, like an actual bum. Like that one unemployed friend who doesn't do nothing. Like that was me. And I was like, God damn, like what, what's wrong with me? I was just literally trapped in my mind. Legit. Like I, that was the one time, like I did feel like a loser. Like I started to be like, you know what? Like I should have gone to school or like. I should have done that or that, but whatever, right? That was probably the only time where I, I, I know I'm contradicting myself, but like I felt negative towards myself. But even within that like very dark place that I was in, I would still, I knew one day that I was going to be out of there. So I saw the little light 
you know? Yeah, like, I'll even go to say as in, like, I didn't get thoughts of, like, suicide, but I had, I get why people do it. Like, like I got thinking? to that point. I didn't think of doing it to myself, okay. but, like, I saw, like, why people would do it because you're just so trapped in your mind and, like, you're so negative, like, you start to be, you, I was insecure, like, I, I felt insecure during that time, like, I was like, bro, what the fuck, like, what's wrong with me, like, this isn't who I am, like, a couple months ago, I was, like, this super confident, like, outgoing, like, artist high, like, ah, like, ah, you get me, like, and, yeah, after those six months, um, so you could say you felt, like, alone? Yeah, like, like trapped in your own. Head. I was trapped in my own mind. Shout mm -hmm. out my boy Angel because he was the one who like was there with me like every single breakdown. Like I don't like he saw me like ball in tears, fool. And yeah, that was that was like a one time. Like I'm grateful for that because now it's given me like the experience to when people in the team or other people are going through it. I'll tell them like, yo, this is how long I experienced it. Anyways, flash forward after that depression, we're almost back in real time. <laughs> flash forward back into like real time. Um, wow, this is therapy right now. Flash forward <laughs> into time. Um, I hit up Drew. And at the time, like we weren't, we weren't talking like that. He gave me, I'm grateful enough for him to give me like space and like time. And I remember we, I told him, like, yo, I feel like I'm ready. Like, I'm ready for real, for real. And then I'm like, let's have a conversation first. Like, let's go to Jamba Juice and let's just talk. So I haven't seen this fool in like months, like months. And six months, like what? Six months, yeah. half a year. And we're, we're drinking our Jamba Juice together and we just talk, talk it all out. And like, I tell him what went on in my brain and then. I remember when, at least from that conversation, I remember him telling me like, I, I kept working on like my music and stuff like that. But honestly, like, I was trying to find someone like you, like someone that gives that, that energy. And he was like, but no one does that. Like no one can do, no one could reciprocate that. Like, like I couldn't find it. You know what I mean? And then he was like, because this was like super like hood as fuck <laughs> like ridiculously hood like and he's like it's all good don't trip like it is what it is but don't ever do that to me again <laughs> and i was like nah never fool like that could never happen again like, you're like oh my yeah and then after that we just slowly started to like get back into things and yeah like I just slowly got back into like being who I was, like gradually. Like I have, I, I hadn't like edited and like been on my programs and like I had to like relearn a lot of these things because that's how long I didn't do it. And I was like, what? Like I was like, I have to relearn like the shortcuts and all these things. But like it's like muscle memory, you know, after like a month of just like being back on it, like I learned everything again and like I hit up the, the, the people on the team and I was like, yo, like I'm ready now. Like, uh, I just want to say, like, I'm grateful for you guys to just even, like, wait for me, for real, for real. Because, like, you guys weren't supposed to wait for me. Like, genuinely. <laughs> for real. And, yeah, like, 
I got my spirit back and like I was like, ah, I'm back, motherfucker. Like I was turned up, straight up. Like and then yeah, like we just gotta keep dropping music and like content and everything that goes with it. And like, you know, if 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 the if the connection makes sense or like if a deal makes sense or whatever, like then we'll have a meeting with like a to like sign up like a, a label? label or something like that, yeah. That's what you're looking at right now. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Like there was a point in time where we we're like, we gotta stay independent or whatever, like all this. But like, realistically, like you know, upfront money from a from like a like a signing, like from a label for real, for real, like, bro, it's like life changing. Like he literally told us he was like, I know people tell you guys dream big, bro, but like me as a fool who 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 got to see this firsthand like these deals happen and like these zeros in these checks like bro dream bigger than what you guys are dreaming right now because i'm telling you guys like you guys are you guys are it like you guys are doing it for real for real like everything keep keep it going like it's just gonna elevate obviously like within time and like it's a process or whatever and i'm just grateful because now I feel at a much more like structured version of myself mentally, definitely mentally for sure. Like, <laughs> They're gonna say physically. I was about to say physically, nah, physically like yeah, you get me. I still work out and like I, I try to maintain a healthy like diet, like all that. You know, I try my best. I still need to do better, right? I'm always trying to improve myself. I'm do better. Self improving and stuff, but like you know to to know that. Obviously, in our minds, we already know it's going to work, but, like, to get that a little earlier response or, like, reminder, refresher, it's uh, it's very, like, oh, damn, like, like, I talked to my parents about this, and, like, my mama was, like, nah, like, I, I seen this, like, I had a vision from, like, God, and, like, I was going to recycle, and, like, either I heard it or it was a vision from God, but, like, they were bumping Drew's music. And I was like, damn, I was like, that's right. Like me, I'm like, yeah, I told you, mama. Like, but like, you know, it's come to that point where like my parents are like seeing this go from like just idea to like execution. Yeah. And like being more so like tangible, like, like, damn, like this fool, like he got it. Like we have sessions in like my, in my room like we write music in my room or like i bring musicals in my room and stuff like that Stop. Like, yeah for real like <laughs> and they hear it you get me like there's one thing like saying it but like when you're hearing this like the young come on like my it's not like this fool's voice is whack like stop it like this fool's voice is like a voice of an angel like that fool got it <laughs> like um it's just it feels like a much more tangible type thing now like we're we're a little closer like even though there's so many more levels to touch but like we went from 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 like this to maybe here or whatever right like one percent like one percent or whatever right like and it's taken so much like everyone works hard right like no one's work is belittled by another person's work or whatever right but like we know how much it's taken us and it's taken us a lot like emotionally like physically and what i mean by that like it really is because there was a time where like 
I was so like, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, that I was ignoring like my mental health and ignoring like my body. And like, we had a conversation of like, Drew literally told me, he was like, hey bro, like in order for us to keep doing this, like you really got to check your yourself yourself because you're not looking too great, bro. Like, let me tell you this right now. Like, and you can see it too. Yeah, like yeah. he was like, look at your eyes, like look at your body, fool your face. Like it's not looking too good, bro. Like. And I was like, damn, fool, like, I needed that. Like, so I started taking more care of like, myself, you know. Like, now I feel much more, like, like way more healthy and shit, you know. And, yeah, like, it's just a lot of passion, a lot of, like, love for this. And just knowing that it's going to work, like, now I've, I've, I've increased the, the team a little bit. Like, now there's Vince. He's like another person who's, who helps, who's going to be helping with like my TikToks and his TikToks and also my YouTube because, um, I just give an extra layer of, of, of like promotion to his music because I used to, I, I did that for the first single and it was working. Like if you get at least 10K views, right, on your video showcasing the artist stuff, bro. 10k maybe sound like a little bit but like if you were to gather up 10,000 people in a room bro that's a lot of people you get me like that's why we don't even we don't care about views right now like we don't care about those types of things because we care more so about like actually touching people's hearts and like building a core fan base because that's what matters more like that's why I am so transparent. And when I started to become more transparent, people start to like gravitate more towards you and like want to be a part of like your journey. That's why I'm like, oh, it's like we because um, I want the people who are following me right now to see who we're going to be step by step by step. Like at, by that last, like by like the 10th step or whatever, right? Like fans and people like it's easy to believe in you now because you have numbers and like people are sheep i'm sorry to say this but they really are like if if they see some food blowing up and like getting numbers already and like they have a million streams or a million views right it's like when you go on a youtube for like a workout video if you see a video that has like 10 million views compared to one that has like a hundred thousand you're going to click on the one that has 10 million views, even though it's like chest workout. People will click on the chest workout that has 10 million views more. And that's, that's okay. You get me? Like, you have to build to that, but we're not, we're like not even at a hundred K or whatever, right? But like, yeah. we, we just care so much about like just from ground one, ground two, ground three, yeah. ground four. Like, you get me? And it's like, yeah. And like, it just, that's why I'm more so like at the beginning of this, like I sounded more like ah rah, rah, or whatever, right? But like now I'm a little more like calm, chill or whatever because you calm, nah, I guess. <laughs> but like this is this is now more so like how I talk and like because now my position is more so like a director, mm -hmm. and it because before I used to have to do a lot of this dolo, and remember how I said it takes like time. It took like two months. Like that's just way too much time to take out of like from the main source and the main thing is Drew's music. So um, now that there's people to help us out, we're able to fill in like 
all the other holes that that I had to let go of for a bit and to know that it's those holes are 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 starting to like gonna be filled like it's it's very exciting for me like because I'm able to like I, I know where what that's gonna take us to like it's gonna be great like I'm excited because I know it's gonna work like yeah, yeah. I, I have the pool of like being able to like just be so authentic and like being my being authentic online is just so hard and also like in video format like you can people just know when when you're being like not you like it, it's it's very easy to to like tell it's it's more so of like a feeling literally like are you able to translate that feeling or not that that's where like we're at right now in okay, that cool. process of like just more to to drop consistently like it requires a lot of like your soul Mm-hmm. like literally like i put my whole soul into this like it's not like i put <laughs> half of it you know like and everyone knows this like within the team everyone knows like you know no one wants to follow a fool that's like not passionate or, like quiet or like it's kind of boring like that's why like i gotta be loud sometimes i gotta be like nah we can do this like for real for real. like we gonna yeah like trust like we got this shit and like people gravitate more towards that you know I know I have, I know I'm loud. Like, why would I try to be quiet when that's not even who I am? Like, you know, authentic, authentically, that's not myself, you know? Like, I know who I am. So I'm, I'm gonna be loud because that's just who I am. You know? But now I'm more so loud in a more like structured, calmer way. So I read this book by Bob Iger, the C, he just stepped back into CEO of Disney, but like he speaks of like being a manager and like overseeing a creative like business. Cause these people, people in the creative space, they're much more emotional. Cause it takes their, like how, you remember how I said, like I put my soul into this, you know, when people put their soul into these things, it's very hard when you're like, all right, give me another revision of that or change this, 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 this and that. And then people's soul is like, wait, you didn't like that? And then that's kind of like that emotional side of like a creative business. And that's what Bob Iger talks about, right? But point is, he also talks about like in big, big business, um, you're not buying um, the brand. Like, for example, you know, Disney bought Marvel, Disney bought Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. He talks, he's the one who closed those deals. He's the one who had the meetings with um, Lucas from Star Wars, from Lucas Films. I think that's what it's called. But like, um, he had those conversations and stuff, and he talks about them. He's like, "You're not buying the brand. You're buying the people that are in that. You know, that that built that because they have a ecosystem that they've built from ground zero, and they've built it obviously to this huge thing." But it all started from like the fool who thought of it in his head and little by little figured it out and was like, we don't need this part of the movie or like, we don't need to do this because we have experience now as a whole team, you know? And that's, that's when like, I know that that's, we're still building this ecosystem, right? Like me, the the whole, like me taking a step back is allowing me to, to realize that you get me like, okay, this this person does this 
because of time and then also because that's what they they might like to do a little bit more or whatever right and that's like knowing that ecosystem and when there's going to be bread because i know there's going to be bread they're going to be even better at it you get me because now you're getting paid for it like what why wouldn't i want to spend more time on it or whatever you get me like and it's just yeah that ecosystem that i know that's being built and it takes time everything takes time you know like it's not going to happen overnight it's not going to happen within a year or whatever you know but like being able to see it having the a and r see it like it's it's a like oh damn like it's a thing even though it's not a thing yet you know but like, i already know what it is and yeah that's about it he's yeah. like that's it yeah, that's it <laughs> what keeps like your creative flow like flowing ah i don't feel like we dived into that what keeps it going yeah um one i'm obsessed with this <laughs> i know that <laughs> so that's one of the big ones like if i'm not doing this like i'm remember how i said like i'm gonna be anxious like i'm gonna be like yeah. not feeling myself because this is my purpose right like this is purpose within from x amount of years right eventually things happen or whatever and like if god allows me to live by like 35 like if i'm allowed to get to that age you know 35 like by then i'm gonna be in a different mentality i might have kids i might have you get what i'm trying to say like the music only lasts for a couple of years literally like you did not just say 35 <laughs> No, but like I'm saying, like if I'm allowed to live to 35, you, you know, will, right? Mm-hmm. Like I might be on a different journey now. You get me? Like who knows by then? You get me? So that's why I say, like this is my purpose within 10 years. I want to say, yeah, right, like 10, yeah, 10, and like um, <laughs> that. Um, just my my creative pursuit like the the process and doing this that is the win you get me like figuring it out little by little like that that's the that's part of the journey like that's you have to really be in love with the process like because i've read books and like you hear podcasts of like people who get to that point and they're like, damn, I still feel like I, like I'm not fulfilled. They're like, I feel like I'm soulless because they didn't enjoy the process. They were so eager to get to that point that they didn't even like. The finish line. Yeah. Like they were just focused on that. Nah, fool. Like. That's why there's a lot of people that like, like you're saying they get there. When and- they get there, they start to become drug heads or like pill heads and like alcoholics, et cetera, et cetera. And that's the reason why. Well, they don't know what to do next, right? They don't know what to do. Or like they think of it, bro. Like you have all the money you and fame and shit like that, right? Like you become soulless, like literally, like you become soulless. <laughs> like, like what is my purpose or like, you get me like in order for them to feel something they have to like drug themselves up or like intoxicate themselves you know and to escape yeah to escape right and like i'm just grateful that you know i've read certain books that have talked about that and have made have shift my mentality to be like i'm enjoying that i'm still behind the wheel a little bit because i know one day i might not be behind the wheel anymore you know 
And right now you're in control. Yeah, yeah. like, and I I still enjoy shooting. Like I still love picking up the camera and like doing all these things, you know. But like, in order for us to grow and become bigger, one day I'm gonna have to be like, I can't because I gotta focus on like Drew's music stuff more, you know. And yeah, that that's. That's the only person you're managing right now, you said. Yeah, like full on. Full, that's it. Because I, I've learned that like it takes a lot of time, yeah, a lot of effort, and mainly time, straight up, mainly time. Like I don't have capital, so I can't take on another person because at that point I'm pushing the team way too much, yeah. and like this thing will not work if I'm if I have to like manage other people you know I mean? yeah I think it's good where we are right now yeah but I, eventually would you like to manage multiple have you ever considered that or nah, not yet I not, haven't not Just, in the picture they, Drew has asked me and then other people have asked me as well well yeah that's a question but like um I'm married to Drew right now straight <laughs> up married yeah like I don't see no ring I'm ah. <laughs> I'm married to him and more so of like uh since for example, we've already thought like this, right? But like, you have the A&R telling this fool that you're going to be bigger than some of these fools that are already right now, right? Obviously, theory Landia, right? But like, when you're at that level managing, for example, a Drake or whatever, <laughs> like, it's going to be very tough unless you have like crazy capital and crazy people you trust and like, there's people who are day-to-day managers, which are with them, like, through the tours and things like that, blah, 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 blah. And then you have, like, just the manager that, like, oversees everything and, like, tells that day-to-day manager. The day-to-day manager checks in with the manager. That's what, like, Scooter Brown does. You know what Scooter Brown is? Scooter Brown is a fool who, like, found Justin Bieber and managed – well, not any – they don't they, – they just recently, like um, – Cut ties. Cut ties. <laughs> But you get what I'm trying to say? Like, funny enough, Scooter Braun popped off. That's why I, I relate to it a little bit more because he, he really popped off when he was like 25 with his artist. And I'm getting closer to that age. So, and fu- funny enough, funny enough. Scooter Braun found J- JB, Justin Bieber, while, when Justin Bieber was 15. And I found Drew when he was 15. Stop. <laughs> so like, yeah, obviously like maybe different times or whatever, but like even though there's some similarity, I'm like, ah, sick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know, man. I'm not so I'm sorry. I was just letting you, like, <laughs> letting you talk. Vent. Letting you vent. Ther- therapy. My, what else I have? Let's, I have a little bit of speed around questions. Go, tell for me. Fun, for fun? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Favorite quote. Go. Speed. Don't stop following your dreams. Three words to describe yourself. Funny. Funny loud energetic why are you literally describing me (laughs) what's one thing you love about yourself my passion pineapple on pizza nah i hate you (laughs) i literally hate you right now (laughs) aliens exist yeah okay uh what would you tell your younger self 
Ooh, that's a fire question. Quick. I'll tell him. You gotta go through it. Yeah, okay. I'll tell him that. All right, that was that, that was, was it. That was just little speed questions I had. Favorite Adobe program? Ooh, it's gotta be nah, right, right now. Nah, right now, it's After Effects. I love After Effects because that's where like I animate now. Yeah. So it's After Effects for sure. I think it's much more intuitive, like compared to Premiere. Like, even though Premiere is definitely for sure just for video and audio stuff. But After Effects, like it's it's Premiere and Photoshop and Illustrator, so it's like everything in there. Yeah, it's yeah. everything. So that's why I love After Effects. Right I've messed around with it, but it's yeah. it looks like a lot. I <laughs> know. <laughs> no, but but it's it's a whole world. No, know? definitely, it's a it's a whole world for sure. Like after Premiere, you graduate to After Effects. Last one, Dream Vacation. Dream Vacation. Um. I'd like to say like, like Europe, Tokyo type thing. Europe and Tokyo are in whatever, two different right? Places. But like, I, I'd like to go over there just like to to look and like experience. I heard Tokyo, Japan is really nice. Yeah, because it's like super creative and like artsy, artsy. You and would like, like fit right in. <laughs> I think you would probably. You would. You'd just... Yeah, but other than that, I'd also like just one of my like things that I'd like to accomplish or whatever that fall into like that vacation category is like taking my parents to go to Mexico, but also like catching the game of like Chivas. Cause, I'm, <laughs> Cause that, that would be like one of like my, I've never been to that stadium. Really? Cause I'm a fan. So is it in the Ciudad de Mexico? No, 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 it's in Guadalajara. Guadalajara? Mm -hmm. Jalisco? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'd love to do that. Yeah. Okay. It'll happen. It's going to happen. It'll for sure, happen. For sure. It'll happen. But, yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming here and venting for like two hours. <laughs> I'm sorry. Best therapy session. I'm just kidding. It is. Straight uh, up. But yeah, thank you again. I liked hearing your background story and just hearing you talk even though I was falling asleep. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm a little sleepy. Um, Sorry about that. But yeah, thank you again. Any last words you want to say before we wrap this up? Oh yeah, you're done. I'm done. He's done. Talk. Good. You're, you're done after this. <laughs> but yeah, thank you again. And everything will be down in the show notes. Everything will be what? <laughs> what? Everything will be down in the show notes. I'm telling you. Oh, okay. Bye -bye. You don't want to be like, oh, you're not going to say anything else? Nah. All right, don't follow him then. <laughs> oh yeah, don't true. follow him. Follow me. Nah, yeah, yeah, you, you're done. You said you're done. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Follow All right, me. cool, cool. I'm gonna make sure my R is so big that I don't need to say my name. Nah, I'm just kidding. Follow me at <laughs> Spill dot Eric and then follow Drew. Drew dot Spill. <laughs> you don't even know. Everything will be done in the show notes, and that's it. Thank you, players. Bye. Peace. Skr, skr. 
Oye, I'd love to hear your feedback on today's episode or any other previous Hola Let's Chat episode. Feel free to leave it on our Apple, Spotify, or Instagram. Who knows, your review may be featured in the next episode. So vayan a dejarlo. Thank you everyone so much for listening to another episode of Hola Let's Chat. I'm your host, Melanie, and that is a wrap.